0: live welcome in on youtube and facebook this is the extra points podcast we are the college football experience i am gus that is will it's a great thursday evening will i'm excited for another week to be back with you talking college football man
1: yeah man big 10 win totals tonight this is probably our second favorite uh conference i think me and you both kind of like this conference a lot a little underrated i think um especially down here in the South with the people that we know. Um, but college football is right around the corner. Camp started Monday. Yeah, um, for a bunch of teams. Yeah, for a bunch of teams. So I've been kind of keeping up with it online to see how it's going, to see some quarterback battles because I'm a mm-hmm. quarterback guy. So um, with well, that being said, man, how's it going with you?
0: Pretty good, man. Just excited for college football. It just turned to August. So man, we're in the month where what it today's the third? Fourth? Third? Third? Yeah. So no, we got
1: Mars fourth, yeah.
0: So like a little over three weeks until week zero kicks off, dude. So I mean, it is time. It is really, it's, really close.
1: It will be here before we know it. Week zero will be here in a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, high school games are starting to kick off. I know we got some um, scrimmages this Friday. That's uh, crazy. I know, man. Um, it'll be here before we know it. So uh, excited to have football back. Like, it
0: honestly just felt like last season ended. Kind of felt like the new year just happened. And, I mean, like, time's flying by. But but before we get into these Big Ten win totals, don't forget subscribe on youtube we're we're gonna have some amazing content coming over there we've we've been shooting around our ideas with a bunch of people and they've been absolutely loving the ideas now we just got to put them on film and then we got to bring them to y'all and then we're also on spotify we are on apple Podcasts as well and just don't forget to subscribe like share because we are coming
1: hey i want to say thank you for your mom she spotlighted me
0: Oh yeah, on the faces uh, of Lagrange.
1: Yeah. And she uh like mentioned our podcast on it. And uh man, I had some people reach out wondering how they could listen to it. And so wow. I sent them sent them our links and stuff. So thank you, Miss Kathy Golden, for the yes, shout out man. to the she co- the college football experience.
0: She is the GOAT. Breaking down the big ten win totals, man, kinda like you were saying. I'm super excited that there's a bunch going on in this conference from expansion to them getting rid of divisions next year, not this year, kind of wish it was this year, but that's starting next year. Man, this is this is one of the power conferences where people are saying, hey, it's no longer a power five, but it's a power two. And they're probably, they're for sure number two, maybe if yeah. they. So they're adding USC, they're adding UCLA in twenty four. They might be looking at adding Oregon, Washington. Do you think if they add Oregon and Washington, they'll be on the same playing field as the SEC? Or do you think they'll still be just a little below?
1: Um, Just still below. I think they got to prove it on the field first before I Mm – because, I mean, Georgia absolutely just destroyed uh, Oregon last year. and. Oh, they beat Michigan, Michigan too, the, the year, year before, before that. And then they beat Ohio State. So, mm-hmm. um, and then, like, Florida beat Utah, and Utah can't beat – you, and USC can't beat Utah. Yeah. So, um, just still below. If they can prove it on the field, yeah, I could see them catching it up. But they got to prove it on the field first before I
0: – And I I'll – so- and I also think a bunch of those teams have to pick it up and kind of in recruiting, like you have to think of Nebraska, you have to think of Iowa, you have to think of Wisconsin's got to pick it up. Teams, teams like Illinois that are kind of picking it up, but then they also have teams dragging them down, like Northwestern, Indiana,
1: Rutgers. Look, but like, go look at the top fifteen recruiting rankings. About about like ten I of think, them. 10, are all of SEC. Fi- ten of the fifteen are SEC teams, so I mean,
0: especially once we add Oklahoma and you add Texas, I, th- I think once you add those in, like ten of the fifteen are all yeah. SEC teams.
1: Well, I was already counting them because it's a twenty-four okay, class. Yeah,
0: yeah, so. true, true, very, <laughs> very true, man. But starting off with the team that Georgia did beat in the Peach Bowl last year, the Ohio State Buckeyes. They're opening up at nine and a half no 10 and a half that is my bad man what do you think about the Buckeyes going in to 2023
1: um you know Ohio State's uh historically really good they're gonna be good this year um I think for me quarterback competition um it looks like it might be McCord Mm -hmm. like he's probably gonna be the starter um can Jim Knowles get the defense better up front because mm-hmm. here's the deal: you're you're just playing until you get to that Penn State game, and then the Michigan game, essentially. Yeah. Um, can you play up front? Can you stop the run? And can you beat Michigan? All right, Ohio State does not lose to Michigan three years in a row without somebody losing their job. I don't um,
0: think Ryan Day is going to lose his job if they
1: no they'll uh, they'll do something with the the coaching staff yeah. before they get to him. They'll say, "Dude, yeah. you got to make a change." You yeah. know. Um. I'm going to go ahead and jump into it, dude. I'm hitting the over with them. Um, they'll go 11-1. and one. I just don't know who their one is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's either Penn State or Michigan. I just don't know who it is. But it's one of them. But they're going over.
0: Dun-dun-dun-dun. Yeah. I'm going Ohio State under.
1: Wow. 10 wow. Ten and
0: a half. I think their schedule is a little sneaky. I mean – Think because we have it pulled up here, it's at Indiana, Youngtown, Youngstown State, w- w- Western Kentucky jokes. Then they kind of have a a slight stretch here. They're at Notre Dame. That's week four. Then they're off. Then they then they get Maryland at home. They're at Purdue, Penn State, at Wisconsin. I think they could drop a game in those five games. I 100% think that they could just because of kind of what you were talking about, that physicality that they've seemed to have lacked on the defensive line. And they really like haven't been able to get pressure on the quarterback that much the past couple seasons. And I mean, Notre Dame is a very physical team. Penn state is going to be a very physical team. And then, and then even though Phil Longo is coming into the Wisconsin uh, Luke Fickle has said we are going to run the football. That is going to be our identity. We're going to run the football, and they have a great running back in Braylon Allen at Wisconsin. And then I think they lose to Michigan again. So I think, oh wow, I again, I I think they're going ten and two. All
1: right, dude. If he goes ten and two, dude, he ain't gonna get fired, but he's gonna be in trouble.
0: The seat would be hot going into twenty four.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll say this, dude. Luke Fickle can coach a defense up, man. Right. Even when he was a defensive coordinator at Ohio State, man, they had a top five defense almost every other year. See? So, and And, and I I mean,
0: they're right there at the Penn State, and then they're going to Wisconsin. That's back-to-back weeks, really physical teams.
1: That is – That's going to be tough, man. Um, I mean, but they also have, like, one of the best players in the country on their offense. Um, Yeah. I mean, they're stacked in – yeah, they're stacked at the wide receiver. Um, their running back might be one of the best in the country, dude. He's underrated. People don't know much about him, dude. He is a stud.
0: Yeah, they they have um, Williams and Henderson. A great, yeah, dude. They, a great duo.
1: Man, McCor- dude, their quarterback just needs to just kind of manage the game, get the ball in these guys' hands, and dude, they will make plays. I think they'll be fine mm-hmm. Uh majority of those games. We were gonna go to this game. Ohio State Penn State game. I was as we kind of
0: stogged St. in our
1: last episode. Screw yeah. C Geek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I think Penn State might do it. I think there might be their one. Dude. Uh man, they're I my sleeper. You. They're my sleeper in this in this year's big in the Big Ten in the college football playoffs. Mm-hmm. People watch out, man. Uh Penn State's a really good football team. And uh they might can upset the old Buckeyes in the Horseshoe.
0: Dude, and plus something else about that Ohio State offense is the big question mark going into spring was what's the offensive tackle spot going to look at, and it didn't look good. So they had to go get a transfer from San Diego State. So their season kind of hinges. Can this transfer Ooh. from San Diego State, I think his last name is Simmons. Like, can he one, – one, can he stay healthy, and two, can he perform, and can he well, provide high-quality – at i'm left sure tackle. they I will the left
1: they will rotate guys to see who the best one is and mm-hmm. you you kind of want to put your weaker one a lot of times we put our weakest offensive lineman at center just teach mm-hmm. them how to snap the ball because you at college is definitely harder to hide it's them. Little, man, yeah it's a lot it's, different in
0: college to hide them.
1: yeah um but dude, that notre dame game will be fun you know they have a more experienced quarterback this year. Uh, right. Last year, if they would have had a better quarterback, they probably could have beat Ohio State. So yeah. that game's actually going to be fun. They Ohio State actually has a little tougher schedule than than the a rest lot of the Big teams, think, man.
0: Yeah, dude, because I mean, they because them having to play a Notre Dame for the non-con, and then their cross division, they get the favorite in the West, and then they also have to play Minnesota too, who's a top three team in the West, which is going to be a really yeah. fun division. And I mean, yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's just kind of a tough schedule. So I'm going under 10 and a half. You're going over. I don't, I think yours is definitely the more f- favorable pick, but yeah, it's a safe. I, pick, I just, man. I just, a got, feeling. I just yeah. got a feeling that they're going under. Well, I can see win. it
1: happening with these, with those four games. I mean, yeah, I, I mean,
0: happening. I mean, it's, it's, a lot of uncertainty. it's just right. And like these games can be decided with a single play. These games can be decided by a single bounce of the ball. And yeah. I mean, you really have to win in the margins when it comes to college football. The the back-to-back reigning big 10 champions, though, the Michigan Wolverines, mm-hmm. the over-under is 10 and a half on them. Can they remain at the top of the conference trying to get this Dakum ad off the screen so we can get their schedule pulled up? I mean the schedule's a
1: joke anyway. That's why the yeah, screen will pop up.
0: Yeah, there's there's re- there's really no point in showing it, but over under 10 and a half, they open up with East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers all at home. Jim Harbaugh's probably oh. gonna be suspended for those four games. But what does it really matter? That's a joke. Um, at I bet Nebraska, he comes back for that
1: Rutgers game.
0: He might. And then they're at Nebraska, at, at, min, min, at min, min, Minnesota, um, Indiana at home, at Michigan State, off Purdue at home, at Penn State, at Maryland, Ohio State to close out the season. Their schedule really doesn't get rolling until November comes around. So since we've taken a look at that, over under 10 and a half.
1: Dude, can I just say, what a joke! And if I was a Michigan fan, I would be so disappointed in this, mm-hmm. dude. You you don't play a football game until November. Well, I mean, they like
0: do, they do go to I Nebraska did. and they do go to Minnesota in the back to back weeks, but really, I besides do see that,
1: that. I do see that, but dude, they're going to be favorites by ten or more in both those games. I would say probably by
0: fourteen or more.
1: Yeah. I mean, so they're going to be double-digit favorites in every game until they get to Penn State. Um, mm-hmm. It's just disappointing, man, to see one of your potential playoff teams just have a terrible schedule. Georgia. <laughs> well, dude, come on, man. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, it's just this is not fun, dude. And it's not really good for your football team to not have any challenges. Yeah. And I'm going to hit the over for them, but they're going to lose to the Buckeyes because – of this schedule, and they're not going to be tested like mm-hmm. Ohio State's going to be. That so is, I'm hitting the over at. A, still, they're going to be eleven and one. The the Big Ten East is going to be crazy,
0: stacked, absolutely. Stacked, bro. It it might be the most top heavy division in college football this year.
1: It is, it yeah.
0: Is. And and I, I mean, whenever you look at Michigan, they're bringing Blake Corum back, and he is coming off of that ACL. But they, they have him, they have Donovan Mitchell in what's one of the best offensive lines in all of college football yet again. So I think they're just going to be a ground and pound team. I, I really want to see some progression from J.J. McCarthy because, yeah. because he kind of cost them the TCU game.
1: Like yes, he, he, he definitely did. He Here's my thing cost them. for them. They don't need to get sleepy, though, in this schedule. Mm, I don't mean. look past Minnesota at Minnesota. Yeah, don't look past them. I th- I think they'll they'll be undefeated till they get to Ohio State. But mm-hmm. I just don't just don't get sleepy because you know you can get you can be like oh well, we're gonna win this game so.
0: Well, because thinking back to the last season, I think it was two weeks before they played Ohio State. It was it was either two weeks before or the week before they played uh, struggle they, with
1: Illinois or somebody.
0: They played, I think it was Illinois at home.
1: Yeah, and they struggled.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Dude, that Maryland game. People think that Maryland game is a sneaky game for them because you're you got Ohio State next. You're just probably coming off a huge win at Penn State. hmm Um I think you're trap going to Maryland. Intro. Trap yeah, game central. That is a trap game right there. Mm-hmm. Um, that at Penn State game is going to be tough, man. It's not going to be the whiteout. They're doing the stripes, yeah. but it'll still be the same intensity. Um, Penn State might have them a big win uh, at that point in the season. So, how,
0: how crazy would that be if Penn State was able to pull that off and beat Michigan?
1: well they would be the big 10 east champs by the end they that that night possibly
0: P- possibly yeah but i mean i'm i'm going over 10 and a half too, just because the combination of the talent on the team and the schedule but man it's I think the Michigan Wolverines are good. They'll they'll be a top four team in the AP and the playoff rankings all season, probably until the last game. And then, even if they lose to Ohio State, just depending on what happens in the rest of the country. I mean, I think they can still get in the playoff, even if they do lose to Ohio yeah. State, kind of like Ohio State did last season.
1: Yeah, yeah, they can do it. And it's so po- a team possibility.
0: So a team we were just talking about, and can they break? Through. We have talked about them previously on this podcast. Penn State over under nine and a half wins. They went 10 and two in the regular season last year. Rose Bowl victory over Utah. Man, everyone is so bullish on Penn State. They open up West Virginia at home, Delaware at home, road game at Illinois. Then they get Iowa at home. I think that's going to be the wideout game is on week four against Iowa at Northwestern. Uh, off UMass at home at Ohio State. Massive game. Indiana at home at Maryland. Michigan at home. Rutgers at home. And then look at this ugly game at the end of the year. On a Friday at Michigan State, but look where it says it is, Ford Field. They're playing their last
1: game. Dang, of man, that at
0: game site.
1: might be in a blizzard, dude. Instead, they're going to be in a dome. So now, so stupid. I'm not calling that a sleeper game no more because they're playing in a dome.
0: Yeah.
1: Man, that stinks.
0: Yep. I mean, I think Penn State, I think they're going over. And... They have what I think is the best running back room in college football with Nick Singleton and Katron Allen. Their offensive line is insane. They have a great left tackle that's going to go first round in the NFL. If he can stay healthy, I cannot pronounce his name. But I think it all hinges on sophomore quarterback Drew Aller. We have touched on him before.
1: Best recruit ever in Penn State history, is that correct?
0: I'm pretty sure it's either him or Christian Hackenberg, but I think yeah, it I might know. be Drew
1: Aller. Yeah. So are I'm you over to, under on Penn? State? Yeah, I'm over as well. I'm hit. I'm on that Penn State train. Um, this mm-hmm. is my surprise playoff team this year. Mm-hmm. Look, they just got to beat one of the two, one of the yeah. two big two. Just beat one of
0: them. Go eleven and, and one.
1: Yeah, dude. If you can go eleven to one, you're gonna make the playoffs probably. And yeah. Maybe you can sneak into that Big Ten championship game and get. Get in there and get you – probably get a rematch with Iowa maybe. Um, get in there and get you a ring before you go on playing the playoffs. So, I'm I just, over – I like their defense a lot too. They got mm-hmm. two of the best corners in the country. They mm-hmm. got the, probably the best secondary in the country. They have one um, of them. Mm-hmm. So, that's going to help them in the Ohio State game. I think that's probably going to be – unless Ohio State can play – like Georgia, or somebody in the playoffs. That's probably gonna be the best corner. Marvin Harrison sees all season is mm-hmm. gonna be those guys at Penn State, and they can play you in man coverage. They don't need, yep. they don't need safeties over top for help. So, that's gonna help them get pressure on quarterbacks, um, create those turnovers. So, um, I'm over for Penn State. I like there's, them a lot.
0: There's two position groups that I want to kind of highlight that could maybe prevent them from hitting the over, and that's their wide receiver room. Um, they're really going to be dependent on transfer uh, Dante Cephas from Kent State and um, Malik McLean. I think he's from Alabama. He's he's. I'm pretty sure he's he's from Alabama. I could definitely be wrong. And then they have developed a guy, um, Keandre Lambert Smith. Uh, so there's really going to hinge on them on the offensive side of the ball, and then their interior of their defensive line kind of lacks size, and that's kind of where. They got beat against Michigan last year. I mean, A, we're in the game with them, and then they just got worn down on the inside of that defensive line. So if they're able to improve with those two positions, groups, I th- I definitely think they could go over. But if they underperform there, they could go under. But I have, believe, I have talent, belief in Jack Frank.
1: Wise, recruiting-wise, they've out-recruited Michigan the last two years. So Right. You should be a little better than them, yeah. But transfer stuff, transfers, stuffs, transfers, kind of change the game now, man. That portal changes sure. everything, so that it's kind of hard to judge on.
0: So all of our team so far, they've been the three big boys in the East. Now we're going over to the team that's been running the West for the past couple years, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Kirk Ferentz over under eight and a half their main question is how's the offense going to do in 2023 I mean because they're they're kind of on a really interesting deal the offensive coordinator is Kirk Ferentz's son Brian Ferentz and their offense stunk last year it was so bad that for this season they have a contract in place I think he took a $50,000 pay cut and if he doesn't so, if Iowa doesn't win more than seven games, including the bowl game, and if they don't score more than 25 points per game, he's fired at the end of the year.
1: Mm. Yeah. So, Should I be mean. Betting on himself, I guess.
0: Yeah. And, but that's including non-offensive points, too. So, if they score on, like, a pick six, if they score on, like, a kickoff return, a scoop and score, that gets added in to the points per game. So it's kind of not a true offensive test, but it still kind of is. They um, open up the season, Utah State. Then they play for the Cyhawks Trophy at Iowa State. Uh, they come back game. home. You hate that game.
1: I hate it because I'll tell you why, just to say it.
0: <laughs> uh, then they go to Penn State week four. We just highlighted that. That's going to be the wide out. Then they follow it up with Michigan State at home. But that's going to be a pretty fun game um then purdue at home at wisconsin um and then they go to minnesota at home the following week off week um northwestern the wildcats classic oh oh that's at wrigley field that's pretty neat um they get rutgers at home illinois at home and they finish the season at nebraska i'm going under for multiple reasons but I mean, they 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 do still have possible suspensions with all that Iowa gambling stuff. And like even though they are getting Cade Cade McNamara from he's a quarterback that took Michigan to the playoffs in twenty twenty one, got benched for JJ McCarthy. Uh they return all five of their starters on the offensive line. They return their leading rusher. And their defense has always been salty, but they're losing their best three players on defense—a defensive lineman, linebacker, and a and a quarterback. But it's just something about a man. I'm going under to have to get to nine. I mean, it'll just be I, tough. But I got nah, them. Either.
1: I can. They can get to nine. I got them going over because mm-hmm. um, I think they're going to win the West this year. I think the offense is going to be better. Mm-hmm. I think getting Cade over from Michigan is going to really help them. I think the quarterback position is what hurt them last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, dude, their defense was third in the country last year. So Angie. they can just be the same. The offense just has to get better. I mean, they were terrible last year. Yeah, Terrible, man. Um, you know, their head coach, uh, Kirk – I don't know how you, how you say his last name. Kirk Parents. Ferentz. Kirk Ferentz. He's been there forever.
0: I think since 1998 or 1999.
1: Dude, yeah, he's been there like 25 years, man. I see. Um, he knows how to coach ball. Mm-hmm. I think they get it rolling this year again. I think it's over, but barely. Like not, I, think it's, I think it's a 9-3 year. And I think they play in the Big Ten Championship game.
0: I mean, because teams they could lose to, they could lose to Iowa State just because of the way that game is. That game – Is always one of the grossest games to watch.
1: Oh yeah! Oh, the reason why I hate that game.
0: It's it is so college football.
1: It's on our pickums every year, and I don't think I picked it right in three years. So, and it's always cost me because I always pick the opposite every year. Mm -hmm. Because like I don't we we don't get to watch Iowa State unless they're playing Iowa or they're playing Oklahoma or somebody like that.
0: Yeah, dude, but. I mean I th- I think I picked that game right for the first time last year ever just just because something always happens because 2 years Let's ago 2 years ago I picked Iowa State and they choked the game away I mean absolutely <laughs> yeah. I mean absolutely choked it away and then they were able to win it last year and I think the final score it was either 17 to 10 or like 10 to 7 uh, I mean it's it,
1: always weird it's always a weird yeah. score
0: I mean, it was absolutely terrible. But, I mean, I think Iowa could lose that game. I think Iowa could lose the Penn State game.
1: Oh, that's the Penn State game, so now.
0: I mean, I think Iowa could lose the Wisconsin game. I think Iowa could lose a Minnesota game. I think they could lose the Illinois game. I think they could lose a Nebraska
1: game. So, I
0: Illinois. mean, I mean, hey, don't sleep on Brett Bielema and the fighting Illini, <laughs> brother.
1: <laughs> They're finishing those last four games undefeated. Oh. 4-0. Or Last no. four games. Yep. I
0: mean, but I, I'm just going under just because I think the I think the seat under Brian Ferentz is just a little too hot, and like he'll be running a race knowing that he's getting chased, and then he'll trip and fall, and they'll fall short. And it's kind of because I'm a little bullish on this next team, the Wisconsin Badgers, Luke Fickle, first year there, coming over from Cincinnati, over under eight and a half. Do you think they're going to make a splash in your one? Or no. do you think they'll kind of be a dud?
1: I don't think they'll be a dud, but I don't think they're going to just surprise anybody. I got them going under at eight and four. Um, I just think they're going to lose to Iowa. I think they're going to lose to Ohio State. Um, Just not sure who their quarterback's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be Tanner Morka. Morey Dakey.
0: Tanner Mordecai.
1: Yeah, Tanner Mordecai from uh, SMU. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be him or the Oklahoma transfer. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go under because I'm just not sure if they got their guys in there yet. They might still got, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Luke Fickle is looking for certain players and maybe he still has the old Wisconsin big, huge guys that he just don't have his personnel yet. It might take a recruit another recruiting cycle to get those guys in there.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I have them going over. I think they're going to make a splash. I think he is going to come in there. I think he's going to kind of turn the culture around. I think Wisconsin, the I think the players are hungry. I think the fans are hungry. I think they got kind of tired of what Paul Chris was doing. I mean, it's old. It was super out. It was super outdated. I think what Wisconsin did with their program is what Iowa is going to have to end up doing just because it's the direction college football is moving. I think the big Ten's going to kind of make Iowa's like, say like, Hey, we, like we got people paying all of this money to get this TV product and to get the product on the field. And y'all aren't putting up a product that's suitable for what these people, what these people are paying. Um, and just is kind of, like I said, Luke fickles going to come in and I think he's going to change it. He did bring He did bring Tanner Mordecai in, who is a stud at SMU. They're also bringing Phil Longo in. We have touched all on Wisconsin before and just what I think they're going to be. I think Braylon Allen is going to be a big deal for them at running back. Them being able to keep him. And they, they were able to bring a couple transfer um wide receivers in. So I think that's gonna help them on the offense. And then he did bring defensive coordinator Trestle from Cincinnati. So I mean they do have that con, they do have that continuity. So I think they're gonna have a giant culture shift at Wisconsin. And I think they're going over eight and a half. Let's kind of look at their schedule here. They do open up with Buffalo at Washington State, who beat them last year. I mean, that, that was a sneaky game last last season. That could be a sneaky game. This season, Georgia Southern at home. Hey, you 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 can't sleep on Southern because they went into Nebraska last year and smacked Nebraska. Then they go to Purdue. Then they got an off week. Rutgers at home. Iowa at home at Illinois. Ohio State at home. That'll be a really fun game. At Indiana, Northwestern at home, Nebraska at Minnesota. So so since you think they're going eight and four, what specific games you think pose an issue with them getting to over that eight and a half?
1: Um, I think that little three game stretch right there, Iowa, Illinois, and Ohio State's gonna be tough. Yeah. And then I think the Nebraska, Minnesota games back to back's kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Um this is just them being their first year, me just not. Um, I just have to see Luke Fickle and them after this year for me to kind of gain some faith into them and see if they, they got their guys in there. Yeah. Cause I do know it takes a year, it, you know, yeah. I know the transfer portal helps. It mm-hmm. helps a lot. You can and I flip, I mean, you can flip a program like this, but sometimes that doesn't work for longevity. Yeah. And I think, this might take some time because Wisconsin hasn't been that good in a while. So I just – just maybe them trying to buy into the program, them wanting to – um, just might take some time, man. Those are my thoughts on it.
0: I mean, I could for sure see it. And with just how competitive and how just crazy the Big Ten West it has been and will be this season, I could definitely see it. Now switching over to one of the – one of Wisconsin's biggest rivals, the Minnesota Golden Gophers with PJ Fleck. Do you think they'll row the boat in 2023? Or do you think their ship will sink over under seven and a half? Will.
1: Man. um I'm going to go under. Just because Ooh. they have a tough schedule. Yeah. I mean, they play Ohio State. They play Michigan. They play North Carolina. They play Iowa. They have Wisconsin. Um, I mean, those are some tough games. I don't know if they can – I, I mean, I got three automatic L's on their schedule. UNC, Ohio State, Michigan. Mm-hmm. So, then it's just two more after that. I think they'll lose to Iowa. Going into Iowa – um, so then that Wisconsin game will be huge at the end of the year to see if they can make it to, um, you know, eight go up to eight or go to seven.
0: Dude, there are a bunch of people that are high on the Golden Gophers this season. But, I mean, this schedule is just brutal. I mean, that they could be three and three but by the time week six gets here. Yeah, and I mean, and I mean, you just don't have that much room to play with. Then I mean, they could very well lose. They could lose to Nebraska. They could lose to North. Well, they probably will lose to North Carolina. Well,
1: Thursday night game uh, with Nebraska—that's Rules' first game as a head coach. Luckily, mm-hmm. it's at home for him. Yeah. So if it was at Nebraska, I'd go ahead and mark that one up too. But it's at home, so I'm, I yeah. think they can possibly win that game.
0: Yeah and i mean i i just i just know people are high on them um, Ethan kelly akmanis they call him like the greek 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 lightning i think is his nickname it's a phenomenal nickname and they're really high on all of their wide receivers uh pj flex says it's their best group of wide receivers they've had since he's been there and in 2019 they had i think they had two receivers get drafted in like the first they had rashad bateman Oh man, and who else did they have in 2019? I can't remember, but they their two receivers get drafted to the NFL. So to say it's his best group that he's had there, that is saying something. Then they also have a preseason all-American tight end. But I just think their secondary is gonna be a little too leaky. And their um offensive line, their offensive line and their and their defensive line, that's gonna be what's wow. going to hold this team back Is their offensive line They a, lost the three two most
1: important, important positions. Posi- yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm going under with just the uncertainty in the trenches. I love
1: their head coach. So.
0: PJ flex, the man.
1: Yeah. He a lot of energy, man. I think he could run a program pretty well. Minnesota just might not be the place.
0: I'm I'm surprised right that up. he's I'm surprised he's been there for that long but I but I think he really likes Minnesota and and it's a and it's a big 10 job there's a lot of money there I think there's some investment from Minnesota but with the division's going away I think that job could be a little more undesirable but I think he kind of fits that Midwest team so because he because he came from Western Michigan, so he's kind of been up in that area for a good bit. So I think he kind of fits Minnesota.
1: Sleeper game is the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Oh, no, week Raging before Cajuns, Michigan. Maybe. Week mm-hmm. before Michigan, they're really talented. They got some dudes on their team. Mm-hmm. Just they don't need to sleep on them. They don't just because that's yeah. your homecoming game. You got to be ready to play those guys because they are they are that's a good ball club
0: for sure heading back over to the east though and we are going to have to do some schedule jumping this year the 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 maryland terrapins man over under seven and a half this is a program that's kind of been capped just because they are in such a hard division with michigan they're with ohio state they're with penn state and they have kind of been with michigan state whenever they've been really good in, tw- in 2021 and in the past they've kind of been capped and they're over under seven and a half they have Talia Tungvalua I just butchered that name but they got him they got him coming back quarterback they open up with Townsend then that then they have Charlotte and Virginia at at home to open up the season those should be a good easy three wins then they go on the road to Michigan State they get Indiana at home they're at Ohio State they get Illinois at home Off. They're at they're at Northwestern, Penn, Penn State at home. They're at Nebraska. Then then they get Michigan at home. Then they're at Rutgers. Really, once they get into the Big Ten slate, it's kind of rough, dude. They they just go back and forth, back and forth, flipping from home and away over under seven and a half. Well, what are you doing with the Terrapins?
1: I'm hitting the over, man. I think nice. um Yeah, I'm hitting the over with them. I think they can get to eight um their schedule is not really that tough to me i see what you're saying about the home in a way Mm -hmm. that might be kind of rough on you but at least like every other week you get to sleep in your bed you know so yeah um not necessarily they got at ohio state that's Mm -hmm. that's really their only tough road game so I'm going to go over right here, man. I think the quarterback kind of helps them out. Their offense is pretty good. Man, they put up some points last year on Ohio State. It was a close game with them. Yeah. Going into the fourth quarter, dude, it was pretty close. Dude,
0: um, they a, they almost beat Michigan last year too.
1: Yeah, they almost beat Michigan. This is a really good little sneaky little ball team. I think they can finish fourth in the, um, in the East this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're the fourth best team. So I'm going to hit the over.
0: I'm I'm hitting over as well. I mean, they kind of got depleted this offseason in the wide receiver room, but they were able to bring a lot of transfer guys in. And then their head coach, Mike Loxley, is really excited about their wide receiver room, says that they think it could be better than last year, which is saying something, because they they had a couple guys in the room last year that were pretty solid. Um, they did lose a lot on the offensive line too, but again, they really they really hit the portal, um, bringing some guys home to the DMV. And I think their defense is young, but they do have a lot of talent in the secondary. They have some talent in the linebacking slots. I just want to see their defensive line kind of step up and maybe exceed expectations. And I think if their defensive line exceeds expectations, then they can go eight and four. Just I mean, the really the key games to me are the at are the at Michigan State, the at Ohio State, the Illinois game, the Penn State game, at Nebraska, Michigan, and Rutgers. And I mean, just just don't lose to teams like Michigan State. Don't beat lose the teams, teams like you should ne- beat. Exactly. I mean, beat the teams talented. you're supposed to beat.
1: You're way more talented than them. And hey, anything can happen on any given Saturday. You might sneak up on Michigan. You never know, right. dude. Right. It's a sleepy game for them. You, They exactly. just played Penn State. They could be beat up. Off a, yeah, they could be beat up, and they're probably looking ahead to Ohio State. Yeah. So you might can beat them, man. Just beat the teams that you're supposed to beat.
0: Man. Now, this team coming up is a team that I really don't like them. I don't know why I don't really like them. But it's the Michigan State Spartans. Their over under is six and a half wins. Man, they had a magical twenty twenty one, and then they tanked in twenty twenty two. They, I mean, they had one of the worst secondaries in the country last year. They had one of the worst total defenses in the country last year. Over under six and a half. I'm going under. I think they 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 might make a bowl they might i mean i i just think there's way too many question marks well what are you thinking over under six and a half for the
1: Spartans. i'm going under and i think mel tucker's gonna get fired fired yeah i think he's gonna get fired i think he's gonna get let go <sighs> uh third year in a row where the defense isn't it's terrible and you're a defensive mm-hmm. head coach yeah i think they're gonna go in a different direction after this year just a lot of uncertainties with the um with the roster, man, I don't, we don't know who the quarterback's gonna be. Uh, they lost their, their, their guy transferred to Auburn. Um, Thorn. yeah, Mr. Thorne, uh, who everybody thinks is gonna be Auburn's savior, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, I'm going under, might make a ball game, but if they don't make a ball game, he is gone, man.
0: I mean, f- the their schedule's not hard if you're Georgia, but if, but if but if but if you if you're Michigan State this is a hard schedule. They open up with Central Michigan at home, then they get Richmond at home, they get my Washington State Huskies at home. I'm Go really down, high. Alex. I'm really high on the Huskies this year. Then then they get Maryland at home. We just talked about we both think that we both think that the Turps are going to hit the over. So that's a game that we think Michigan State is going to lose. Uh, Then they go to Iowa State. They lose three in a row,
1: dude. Yes. Washington, Maryland, and Iowa. Three in a row. For
0: sure, that could definitely happen. Then they luckily are able to get into the off week after that little three-game stretch, and they're at Rutgers. Then they get Michigan at home. Then they're at Minnesota. They (laughs) They get Nebraska at home. Then they go to Ohio State. Then they're at Indiana, and then they get Penn State at home, dude. They they have a grueler of a schedule Bro, when it
1: comes I'm to telling Michigan you, State. dude. Go ahead and dude, mark up the big three as L's. Michigan, dude, and, Ohio State, and Penn State. Then you got Minnesota and Nebraska. Dude. The, so, they, the, you the, might the, only win four games. They
0: get the top four teams from the West. I mean,
1: goodness gracious. They have a grueler.
0: They yeah, have a grueler. And and I mean, I think I think their offense could struggle because they're saying the quarterback might be Noah Kim. Uh, he was a 2020 recruit, so they really don't know what they have on him. But, 30 but down. yeah, but, but, but so <laughs> just between their two quarterbacks that they have, they only have 20 career passes thrown in games. So they're really giant question marks. Their two top receivers from from last year, Keon Coleman and Jaden Reed. Reed went to the NFL. Keon Coleman's going to be a difference maker down in Tallahassee this year for for Florida State. And their rushing performances last year were pitiful, absolutely pitiful. They they only averaged 3.8 yards a carry, only about 115, 118 yards per game. And, I mean, all of their offensive linemen are returning. But if all you're returning is crap, you're still going to be crap. Yeah. And, I, I mean, their their defense was terrible last year. Their secondary was awful. They're saying their front seven might be the highlight of the team. But if what you have behind that front seven is trash, then your defense is going to be trash. I have them going under under, probably a hard under. And like you were saying, they have a chance where maybe they could only win four to five games, which stinks because, I mean, I'm so torn on the Spartans. I want them to be good, but at the same time, I don't because I really just – I just don't like them.
1: Dude, um, FanDuel has them at five and a half win totals.
0: Oh, five and a half? Yeah, dude. If they're five and a half – Mm, do I take the over at five and a half?
1: <laughs> I took the under at five and a half. <laughs> five and seven, dude. That's five
0: and seven. Let's see. Win, win, loss, also. That's two wins. Rodgers R- is going to be a win. I'm going under five and a half.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's only five wins. Dude.
0: Thank. That's rough. Do you really think they would fire him? Yes. I mean he Third has a, year but he has a massive buyout. I think they're paying him like nine and a half million dollars a year
1: Dude, they would figure it out, man I'm telling you I mean, would That's you keep riding it out with a terrible defense? I man, would maybe
0: give him one more year, but he would he would be he'd be on the hot seat, but I don't think they would just man, up and he's fire him.
1: he's supposed to be a defensive coach coach with Kirby smart. And Nick Saban. Yeah. And you can't figure it out.
0: I mean, it's for sure a possibility. I just don't see it happen. Happening. Kind of moving on along. One of the most hyped teams coming into this year is the Nebraska Corn Huskers. Man, everyone was hyped on them coming into last year. People are even more hyped on them coming into this year because they get the new coach with um the Matt Rule getting fired from the carolina panthers coming back into college football man over under six and a half man they haven't been to to a bowl game in what like five years it's been a while it has been a while man and so they open up the season they are at minnesota (laughs) they're at colorado i cannot wait for that Nebraska-Colorado game. That's really going to be a fun game to watch because that's a pretty big, big, big rivalry. For But there's a bunch of people in South that don't really know that that's that big of a game. But, I mean, that's a massive game. Then they get Northern Illinois at home, Louisiana Tech at home, Michigan at home. They are at Illinois off week, Northwestern at home, Purdue at home at Michigan State, Maryland at home, at Wisconsin, and ending the season at Iowa.
1: Oof, those last games tough.
0: Tough, six and a half. I think this is one of the best lines that Vegas has put out. I think it's dead on the money. Wouldn't bet a single dollar of mine on it. I'm going over by a whisker.
1: So, you got him at seven wins? Seven and
0: five. Barely. Like, like, barely seven and five.
1: I got him over as well at nice. seven and five. I think Matt's going to make a difference for him. Dude, they've had the, some of the most one possession games the past two years, man. Right, They're close. Dude. And they upgraded at quarterback. Yeah. So,
0: Jeff Sims from Georgia Tech is going to be a baller yeah. for him.
1: Yeah, man. So, they they brought in a pretty good little transfer class. um, Mm -hmm. Brought a few players in Florida. Um, So, I think they can be pretty good. A little better than they have been, man. Um, Their last coach just had a lot of bad luck, dude. Just nothing could fall his way. Um, So, I'm going over, but barely. I think this is going to be an improved Nebraska team.
0: Kind of like you were saying, Jeff, Jeff Sims going to come in with the quarterback position. I think he was kind of underutilized at Georgia Tech. And there's a bunch of people that are really hyped on him. He has the arm, but he also has the legs where like he can get out of trouble. He can create plays on the fly. Uh, I think their running back room is kind of going to be a running back by committee deal. Um, I do know that Rules said that he really wants to get back to just – ground and pound football and just winning games by taking over games so i think that running back room is going to be kind of a key swing position for them to just really be able to do what they want to do on the offensive offensive side of the ball it took multiple wide receivers in the portal kind of like you were saying um look for i think his name is billy kemp he was a wide receiver from virginia he's probably going to be their wide receiver real one and then the biggest question mark on that team can Eric Gilbert one yeah
1: can see the field just show up can <laughs> he
0: see the field but I think he has to get a waiver I think they're still waiting on a waiver to get his to get him eligible so hopefully he can get that waiver so he can yeah, yeah. so what so a, he can he play the, out on on he can play out on the field cuz I mean
1: he's been a huge disappointment
0: well, he's he's just had so much stuff off the field. He had a monster freshman season at LSU, then he almost went to Florida. Then he was enrolled at Georgia and then there's
1: Exactly. So he's been a huge disappointment because he had <laughs> such a good year. We had such high hopes for him. Yeah. And he we just hadn't seen him since. And he's yeah. We thought he was gonna be Kyle Pitts 2.0 and yeah. He just hadn't we hadn't seen him on the field in a while, man. I know he's had some stuff going on. Yeah. So I hope to see. I hope he's healthy. I hope he's fresh. I hope he's happy, and I hope we can see him play.
0: I I hope we can see him play, dude. Just because if he's there and he's fully,
1: there. he's gonna make some plays, bro, dude.
0: He's a freak. He's an absolute yeah. freak, dude. So he was in the same class as as the, the, the Darnell Washington, and yeah. just just. Having those two tight ends coming out of the same class, they were like, "Oh my gosh, these are like generational type guys." And he for sure is. Ju- do, do you think if Eric Gilbert was a hundred percent, would you rather have him or would you rather have Brock Bowers?
1: I want Brock Bowers. Yeah, he's he
0: is a beast. So we are both over for Nebraska. The last thing we're really going to dive into, the Illinois. Fighting a line six and a half wins over under will
1: I can go ahead What's and tell you, you I'm going under schedule's too tough when it gets pulled up. Don't know if Brett Belma can get the guys fighting enough. Um <laughs> they get they have a really tough schedule. Um just because mm-hmm. they got Kansas at Kansas as a non-con. Um mm-hmm. Man, they get Maryland, Penn State, Wisconsin. Dude, they got a tough little schedule at they Minnesota, at league. Iowa. Uh, dude, I'm going under 6-6. Six and six. I think they're going to make a bowl game, though.
0: I'm going under as well. They lost a phenomenal secondary. I think they lost like I, – I think two of their secondary guys got drafted in like the top 40 picks. So, I mean, they lost a lot of talent on the secondary. They lost their leading rusher, Chase, Chase Brown. Their front seven is going to be tough, though. The front seven of that defense is probably going to be the highlight of the team. They did bring Luke Altmyer in, quarterback from Ole Miss. They brought him in as a transfer. I know some people down here will be familiar. But kind of like you said, that schedule, it's just not – Really favorable. I think the Kansas game is going to be the game. I mean, that's so early in – that's really early um, in the season. So, let's just say if they win the Kansas game, we can chalk Toledo up as a win. Let's say they win Kansas. Uh, You can chalk Florida Atlantic up as a win. Purdue's going to be a a tough – Purdue's going to be a pretty tough game for them just because it's on the road. So let's say they're four and one, and then they got Nebraska. That's kind of a yeah. toss up game. Let's say they lose that. Then they go on the road to Maryland. Let's just say they lose that. Then they have Wisconsin at home. They're probably going to lose that off, off week. And then they got Indiana. And let's we'll just say they lose Minnesota. Then they got Indiana. That's five at Iowa, loss. And I mean, they're sitting right there at six. If you count the Northwestern game as a win, I mean, I think this is a really good line too. I mean, this is a great line.
1: They're going to have to upset. If they want to hit the over. They're going to have to beat either upset Nebraska, somewhere. Maryland, or Wisconsin. One of those three games. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to win one of those three. Yeah, if they want to hit the over. Or or the That's Minnesota game. One line, of those dude. four. One of those four. They're going to have to beat one of them if they want to hit the over.
0: And and I mean I th- I think they're a really good coach team under Brett. So I think Coach Bielema, I mean, crazier things have happened. They could upset a that they could upset a yeah. couple people and they could go to eight and four, but I mean, God, this don't schedule.
1: sleep on them. Don't sleep on them. That's a they're great way to put ske- it. They're on your schedule. Don't sleep on them because they will beat you. Yes. Because he will, he's a great coach. He does great things with scheme. He's very good at coaching what he has. Mm-hmm. And he's Man. done it since he was at Arkansas. He did it when he was at uh, Wisconsin.
0: hmm So, kind of rounding out the Big Ten, they, they have a couple teams at the bottom that really aren't that great, that we're not going to spend that much time on. You have Purdue over under five and a half. The schedule is just too under. brutal under five and a half. The schedule's too brutal. It's a complete philosophy change. Going from a really offensive-minded coach with Jeff Brom to head coach Ryan Walters, he he was a defensive coordinator at Illinois last year. They do get transfer Hudson Card in from Texas, OC Graham Harrell coming in, so they maybe could have a little spark on offense with them. But I just think it's too too much of a culture change, and the schedule is too brutal. I'm going under. I think you said you're going under too. All right, then we got Indiana, three and a half under. They're gonna stink. Might be they might be the second worst team in the conference. Yeah, I'm gonna go under as well. I don't think they're very good. Rutgers, three and a half. Just under. because, just because someone's gonna have to go over. Rutgers is going over. Nah, they are going over, dude. Um, I might
1: can get to four. I saw. I did put a yeah. path for them to go to four. I did yeah. write this down.
0: And like just just because I think someone's gonna have to go over. Like I just can't say all these crappy teams are gonna go under. I think there's a path for them to go over. It's a very very narrow path, but I think, have to
1: beat the teams we're talking about.
0: But I think they're gonna walk it straight and true, and they're gonna go over, and then. Poor Northwestern. Their over-unders two and a half. And I'm going <laughs> under. I'm going under. This Shit. this team could easily go one and 11, two and ten. Just Pat Fitzgerald. Recently. Yeah, I think that Pat's I think that Pat Fitzgerald kind of got screwed because he had just a couple players that were coming after him. They got pissed that. They didn't get what they wanted when they were on the team. There was some hazing that was happening, some really weird stuff, but he didn't know. He like he had no clue. And it wasn't to what the extent of what these people were saying that like the coach knew and he would give like a little signal at practice like to go run them. So I think Pat Fitzgerald got screwed. I think the players are gonna kinda give up. I think the players are going to kind of protest. And then when you aren't good in the first place and you have stuff like this happen, man, I think it can be um, a long, ugly season.
1: It's going to be a disaster. Yeah. I don't think I'll watch one Northwestern game.
0: I might watch one or two just because I'm a sicko.
1: Yeah. You are a little freak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a yeah, I'm not.
0: ball freak, baby.
1: Yeah, they won't be on my TV. I can tell you that. Especially They'll if they, end if up being
0: on one or two of mine.
1: If there's other games on, any game on, they will not be on my TV. I
0: don't blame you one bit, man.
1: I had a blast
0: breaking down the Big Ten, man. I can't wait to break down the hey, best conference you. in the land next week, baby. Oh, yeah, man. And, I'm ready for I mean, that, think, dude. Think, dude, if we break down the sec, then it'll be time to kind of start getting into our predictions for the conferences, the winners, um, Heisman playoff, and then it's time to kind of introduce them to the pick-ems. Yeah. Kinda, pick 'ems, yeah, kind em of kind of get fun. that so competitive. The, so the pick'ems are gonna be really awesome. We're kind of getting that rolling. We can get all of that set up. We can kind of start breaking down those games, man. But I'm 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 super excited for the season to come. I'm excited to get on the road. I am excited to get into stadiums. I'm excited to get on the tailgate scenes on Saturday. I'm excited for pads to start popping.
1: And just going, Out of the baby. three, we're going to what stadium are you more excited to see? And then which atmosphere outside of the stadium are you excited to see? Because they're all three different.
0: I mean, mm, I mean it. I've I have been to plenty of Auburn games, so it's not really Auburn because I've because I have been to Iron Balls. The main reason I'm excited to go to the Auburn game is so is so I can bring you. Is so you can see a, an iron ball whenever you're a grown up and you can just see that atmosphere at its peak Alabama. I'm excited to go to Alabama, but it's Alabama. I kind of, I kind of know what to expect, but I've never been. That'll be the biggest stadium that I've ever been to. Um, up. I'm to ready to point.
1: see LSU.
0: That's what I was getting to. I am ready. Uh-huh. Cause we've, we've always heard the hype about LSU, man. And I'm just ready to get down there. One, see if the fans are really as bad as they say they are. going to eat some crawfish, bro. Yeah. See if we get invited to any tailgate. See if we can eat some crawfish. See if we maybe eat some gator. Um, and then I yeah. am excited to see the in-stadium atmosphere. I pray that game is at night. I really, really.
1: Do. Yeah. If, oof.
0: That's the week so, after the LSU Alabama game, so they're
1: they're going they're getting a night game for that game, right?
0: Mm-hmm, that'll be the eight o'clock CBS game. There's no way. I mean, it's it's the LSU Florida game. It's it's their biggest home game of the season. Well, it's one of them. They play Texas A&M at home, I think, but it's one of their biggest home games of the season. Coming off of that Alabama game, they're gonna want LSU in prime time. I don't think they'd put them in the three thirty slot that day. They might put them in the three thirty slot, but even if they do, it'll kind of turn into night. But I really hope they get like a seven o'clock
1: ESPN kick. That's that more likely. Awesome. Yeah, that's more I likely mean, what it's going to be.
0: I'm 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 super excited to get down to Baton Rouge and the real Death Valley and
1: see. Yeah, man
0: and and see if it's all real man but i have but i've enjoyed breaking down the big 10 with you will we can't forget y'all can't forget subscribe on youtube follow us on spotify and apple podcast will you've been killing the tiktok game man
1: <laughs> it's fun trying to come up with that is what to put yeah. on there yeah uh trying to change it up not just do our podcast you know have little fun videos yeah. on there it's it's fun trying yeah. to make them so Seems like people enjoy them. So, oh, yeah, keep trying to come up with ideas, see what I can do. And, and y'all can follow us
0: on all those platforms at the college football experience. We are the college football experience. Will, any last words before we say all goodbye man. to our beautiful followers and listeners?
1: See you guys next week when we do the SEC. <laughs> see y'all later.
0: See ya.